What's up, friends? Bet the universe. You already know. Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral. It's Friday, March 12th, 2021, of course. Nice evening here in New York City. Ro, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, my brother. Ready for the second half of the season. Excited, like you said, gorgeous day. And I'm all amped up and excited. Ready to give this info out. Ready to give winners out. Yeah, so, you know, we're talking NBA. That's what what it is right now. And we're going to go through just, you know, second half storyline, second half teams, hot, cold, who to bet on, who to stay away from, just stuff like that. Yes, sir. So, Ro, whatever you want to get it started with, I'm here, I'm ready for you. Yeah, I mean, let's get it started with the East. We're over here in the East Coast. Why not? Started with the East, and we got to start it with the Brooklyn Nets, D. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, they added Blake Griffin over the All-Star break. Still waiting on KD. Now 11 of 12, one and covered. What are your thoughts about the Nets going into the second half? You know, when, when all this, well, and definitely in the beginning of the season, wasn't too big of a believer. Then they pulled off the Harden trade, made big splash in the NBA world. And then, you know, I, I still wasn't a full believer, but I, I was like, all right, they definitely coming out the East. Yeah. But right now, at, the, at this moment, the way, you know, just the two without KD, the way they've been playing. Man, Brooklyn looking like a championship team right now. Even without KD, right? D? Yeah, like, man. I mean, like, just, we just, expecting KD to come back, but... Kyrie, Harden, alone formidable and just showing that they could beat the best teams in the league because they... they And they and almost cover every time they do. Yeah. It's kind of getting to a, a, a ridiculous point right here, but I'm sure Brooklyn Nets betters are loving it right now. Whoever's been riding yeah, out dude. this streak ever since KD chose to sat out with the hamstring. What is it, 11-2 now, Rose? 11 of the last 12, one and covered. One so. and covered against the spread. You know that's big money when you're riding waves like that. So, yeah, man, and, you know, aside from just all the success gambling on these guys... I really think they they uh, a championship caliber team, man. Just obvious. D, looking forward into the second half. 28th in the strength of schedule. That's the third easiest schedule in the second half. The Nets looking at, like they're going to have an easy road here. I don't know if that's good or bad because they're 16-5 and five against teams over 500. So they've been doing just well against these good teams, you know. But I'm sure that they'll get it together, and they seem like they've gotten it together and beat and started beating up on these bad teams too. So and and again, all this recent damage without KD, just you know, biding biding time because he can because they're winning so much. Good, so he can he's a, can afford to really take his time and come back when as right. as he chooses. And not for nothing, Blake Griffin. We ain't even mentioned that. I know, just right? picked up Blake Griffin. Out of nowhere, got got bought out by Detroit, and and the Nets scooped him up and added him to the roster. So I mean. You know, I know Blake hasn't dunked in a game since 2019, but still, you know, he's not the, the number one, two, or three option on this team. So I expect him to kind of flourish and do well. Yeah, Bro, what you expect from Blake? That, I mean, that's what I was going to say. I expect I expect Blake to fit in well. Like I was talking to you before, DeAndre, his ex-teammate, back with him here. He'll be very comfortable there in the front line with DeAndre. Um, not only that, but this is the kind of team where there, there's no pressure on Blake. Blake is not looking – they're not looking for Blake to be a star – he can have his games and just focus on rebounding and doing little picks and rolls and just contributing that way. So I think Blake is going to fit in well. And besides that, it let, for me, the other guys have started fitting in well. The, the Joe Harris's of the world have been comfortable all year. Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown has been a contributor, and he's settled in now. You got uh, Green, who's Jeff been, Green Jeff Green has been there threes. all year. Shamay you know? getting plenty Shamay of open now. threes exactly. over there. So and they're all hitting them. They're all comfortable in their roles. So... Nets look like a good bet here, D. Looking forward, I I like the I love the Nets at home too, guys. Good solid home record, so keep looking at the Nets. Uh, another team in the East, D. Let's go down the line because there's not very many teams that you, we can trust in the East. 
So let's just look at one more here and maybe another one I'll talk about. The 76ers, D. I mean, uh, I've been impressed with them. They're also looking to have a a pretty easy uh, roadway ahead. I mean, fifth easiest schedule coming up here in the second half, D. Um, what do you think? The concern with them, I see turnovers and shooting the three ball. Well, I, actually, and, and the COVID situation right now. Oh, yeah. And Simmons Sim- and MB, they, you know, contracted COVID on their way to the All-Star game. What a disaster that could have been had they made it all the way to the All-Star game and infected all the All-Stars from other teams. So the NBA yeah. kind of dodged the bullet in that one that they, they you know, kind of found out that they had the, the virus before they mingled with the other stars. But even then, they did well. They, last night, they got a blowout win without those guys against, against the Bulls. Against Chicago, yeah. you know, playing the, the, the Bulls, uh, the, the only team. team there. But yeah, you know, as long as they can get these back uh, guys back in a timely fashion, then, you know, they certainly in play for the division. They got a half-game lead against, over Brooklyn at the moment and um, and certainly in play for, for, for the number one seed in the conference. D, when you see them at home, let that little red light go off in your head. 16-3 and three at home, very solid at home. On the road, not as much, 8-9. and nine. So they're really good at home. I really like what I see from them at home. And like I was talking to you about, three-point percentage, D, 15th in the league. You know, that's not really indicative of a top team. Uh, three points made, only 26th in the lead in the league. So that's, they need to improve on that. I think they need going to need some help, man. Do you, I mean, what do you think? You, who do you think they can add to help them out on the perimeter? I've, I've heard rumors of Kyle Lowry coming to Philadelphia. So, okay. you know, that's one to watch out for, but yeah, I was going to mention that too, Roski that keep in mind with, you know, thinking about if you're placing any second half beds or, yeah. or future wages at this moment, that in these next two weeks, a lot of these rosters are going to change with, with moves and, and because the trade, trade deadline is approaching. So, Philly's one of those teams that's rumored to pick something up, you know, because they're right there. Maybe they feel like they're a piece away or, you know, just a good player away. So, Kyle Lowry, that's what shooting. I'm hearing about Kyle Lowry, about maybe a J.J. Redick returning, you well, know. Well, you know Drummond's going to be available right now. Blake already made his way to the net. So, Drummond is, I guess, is is the best, the next best big man. We just found Lamarcus? out about Aldridge yeah. uh, being available. San Antonio's looking to trade him. Yeah, there are probably some other fringe players, like maybe a Malik Monk out there that might be available mm, for a team to pick up. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, man, I'm mean, I'm expecting a, a, a not too many big more. The, the the big name out there right now would be Aldridge, I guess, and Lowry, yeah. the two big names, and then after that, you know, a bunch of, of Maybe utility guys and role players that yeah. you know could help shift some fortunes. But honestly, like, bro, how many think teams you you think realistically can win the championship? I mean. If you really want to squeeze, when you're it, making those type of moves, is because you think you you. Philly's you one of those apply. teams, though. D. Philly is yeah, one of those absolutely. teams in, in that pocket. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So they would need to add. I think they need to add. I think they need to look at that. Like I said, you, you mentioned some good names there, and there's probably there's always some names that we don't think about. You know what I'm saying? That might pop up. So we'll we'll look out for that. In the East, let's keep on the trend with the East. D. This team did really well, and and it's is a local team. And I want to talk about the Knicks. D. I mean. I was shocked when I look. At, I was looking up the strength of schedule in the first half. The the Knicks had the easiest str- uh, schedule in the first half. The so I was a little surprising. I like to look at it halfway because it gives you a, little, a nice little sample size. D they were also five and twelve against teams over five hundred. They dominated the teams under five hundred, going fourteen and seven. So considering that they're going to be facing a lot tougher, um, you know, a lot tougher teams coming up here in the second half. Tougher second half schedule. Yeah, so they're going to be seeing a lot of teams over five hundred here. You do you believe in the Knicks? Do you trust the Knicks? Do you trust? I mean, them? and and it started with you know last night against Milwaukee, yeah. right? They took that pounding against against yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah, um, listen I, again. I'll, I always say this on on whatever show I'm coming on it is the Knicks fans need to feel fortunate 
for where the Knicks are at right now. They are playing competitive. As long as they're playing competitive basketball throughout this second half until the end of the season, that you got your money's worth with the Knicks. Right. Nobody expected them to be right. this far. R.J. Barrett has played phenomenal, right? Yeah, he's been good. Um, Randall's Payton, been amazing. IQ, I'm talking about quickly. Yeah. He's been, you know, crazy. Bullock, even R- Julius Randle, obviously. Yeah. Bullock, even a player. Mitchell, you know what I'm saying? Like, Good, good Gotten a lot out of these guys, right? Gotten a lot out of these guys, uh, even Burks. So as long yeah. as as long as they can stay within striking distance of the play-in game for yeah. the AFC, then I think you know it's a success, successful season for the Knicks. <sighs> and D, let me tell you this: I think that they will because defensively they're number one in points allowed. That plays all year. Um, defensively again, opponents' field goal percentage they're number one in the league. D opponent three point percentage, which is huge. They're number one. And in overall defensive rating, they're number four. So this is something that's going to stick throughout the season. I just I'm afraid that that, that they are going to taper off here. I do expect them to make that that play-in game in the eighth seed, but I would definitely I have them in a in a stay away right now. D I wouldn't fade them necessarily, but I think I stay away from the Knicks right now. What are you betting think? wise? Yeah, well, betting I mean, wise. Just how long is Robinson going to be out for, Mitchell? I'm not sure, but it does, I haven't heard about him coming. I heard about them looking for uh, having an eye on Drummond. Um, to try and get some size over yeah, there? Yeah, they need. Uh, I heard about Drummond or somebody else that they might want to add because they need some more t- a scoring punch as well. So, But, yeah, for now, they got what they got, you know what I mean? And and their schedule's going to well, get Well, listen, tougher, you know yeah. this about the Knicks. They're going to they gonna play hard with Thibodeau, and they're going to play, you know, be in, in mm-hmm. a lot of these games because of their defense. Yep. So, you know, uh, against bad teams... I would definitely consider, you know, a wager. Whenever they play teams like yeah. Detroit, they seem to get a win. The Orlandos, you know, teams <laughs> they like love that. that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But against, you know, the better teams in the league, then it's a stay away from, from you know, betting-wise. I agree. That's a good call right there. All right, two more teams here in the East. Just touching on these teams, bro. Um, The Heat, man. These are the former East champions. I had a feeling you was going there. I had to, brother. I had to. They've been hot. They won eight of their last nine. You know, they've been playing really well with Jimmy Butler. So the Heat gotten a lot better over the last like 15 games. The three-point shooting, their offensive efficiency, gone way up. So I mean, I've been having a lookout for them. And then when I started looking out the numbers, D, I was kind of surprised. I mean, they're fifth in points allowed, third in defensive rating, third in op- uh, opponents' field goal percentage. What do you think right there about the Heat going forward? They got hot here, D. Yeah, before the All Star break, they they was picking up a little bit of steam. So you know. My, listen, it, it, they're still in a tough position as far as, like, their positioning because what yeah. are they right now? In the five seed with only two games. They're number one over. in their division now, though. They took over the lead yesterday. They took over Charlotte. All right. Well, they, they're still two games out from the eight seed in the East. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I expect Miami to play better in the second half. Duncan Robinson need to step up. He hasn't been playing as good as he was last year. And, you know. Tyler Hero, D, is a key. Tyler Hero and Drogic, they were hurt. I don't think a lot of people understand. Dragic was hurt injury. a lot of and missed a lot of games. Avery this year Bradley's as well. missed tons He's, of game. You know, he hasn't even been in. Even Jimmy Butler, like he hasn't got he hasn't been Jimmy Butler now consistently been playing since the end of January now. So he's he's been in there. And since he's been in the I mean for the for the year, he's twelve and five when uh, Miami's twelve and five when Jimmy Butler starts. And he's averaging since January thirtieth, he's averaging twenty two point six, eight point three boards, and eight point nine assists. He's been really solid, you know. He does a little bit of everything, so I like that. You but know, they... so, some players that weren't contributing in the bubble last year, they've been mm-hmm. contributing lately. Is Kelly Olynyk and, and yes. Nunn? They've also been playing pretty Very well. True. So I mean, listen, they have a lot of guys where they can get and it Bam, from. Bam, the Bam's been hurt too. Bam's been missing a whole a whole bunch of games. So you these know? injuries, you know, setting them back. So they a got bit. players where they can get it from, but they just need to put it together. Yeah. And, they, and they started to before the All Star break. Yeah, but they need they to did. continue that trend. 
Do you trust them right now? You put them on the good money right now, a good fade, or stay away, right? Would you nah, good I, money I, right you now, know, right? I, 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 like you put something on them tonight, right? For the for Brooklyn, I mean yeah. against uh, Chicago. They got Chicago. I like I like them Miami in this spot. I mean, it's a back to back for both teams, but Bam didn't play yesterday. I'm expecting Bam to be back tonight. So that's well, listen, part of the- eight and two in their last ten. They got Chicago tonight. I love your bet tonight. Obviously, Miami's definitely signing to keep an eye to see if they can, you know. Keep this uh good good streak on and, and climb up in the in the in the standings. Yeah, D, I'm looking at their schedule too. Like I told you, they do have a, their fifth is uh, their fourth easiest in the second half. And if you look at the next couple of games, just the next handful of games, they got Chicago, Orlando, Cleveland, and Memphis. I expect them to continue their streak here, guys. In the next upcoming games, look at Miami right now with Jimmy Butler. They're 14 and five against teams under 500, so they they beat up on the teams that they have to. You know, and that's what you're going to get here in the next four to five games. Remember, they're still also coming off that stupid distraction by Myers Leonard with the whole anti-Semitic slur and the, on the, yeah, on the game right. stream. So they also got that little side show going on. Good call there, D. Um, I think hopefully they'll get past that quickly here with some wins. I mean, they should have cut bait and, and cut him off the team just to move on off it. But he's on the team still, so I, I think that'll be a little distraction as long as he's on the team. He's going to be out for the year, so, I mean, maybe the fact that he doesn't play, I don't know if he'll get a lot of media attention or not. This probably dies out. And like I said, getting some wins will help that die out. One last team, D, I want to mention here, I have to mention. And the reason I want to mention them is because they belong in the good fade category. And that's Detroit, D. They had the fourth easiest schedule in the second half, but I don't think that matters. No Blake Griffin now. They're shorthanded. D, they're 4-16 and 16 on the road. They're horrible. Teams against uh, When they're facing teams under 500, when they're facing bad teams, they're 3-11. and 11. This is a bad team, Detroit Pistons, D. Yeah, I, at this point, the only player you got to worry about is Jeremiah Grant. You yeah. know, so everybody else is pretty much a dud on that team. Yeah, so, I mean, right well, now, Plum, if I you see know, Detroit worry about there. Plumlee. <laughs> Smith Jr., you know, come on yeah, now. Yeah, man. Detroit's bad. They're the worst team in the East on the road. They're a fade. They're a bad three-point shooting team. They're a bad rebounding team. They're a bad shooting team. Fade Detroit. That's the only reason I wanted to mention them. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> let's move on, and let's move to the West, my brother. And when we start with the West, I mean, let's start with the champions, man. I, I want to give them their respect still, but... Well, no. yeah, you want to give him the respect <laughs> before you disrespect them. No, let's not do that. Let's actually let's get your thoughts on them. Let's get your thoughts. Listen, do, what, do they need to add? It's D? not, it's not much to be said. I think I, I think I mentioned. I still remember my head mentioning in the last show. As long as Anthony Davis is out, all they need to do is kind of like go five hundred. Yeah. And get it. That one seed is out the question. That's not happening. Though at the clip at Utah keeps winning. Like they yeah. haven't slowed down. Phoenix picking up steam again. They kind of you know. Listen, the Lakers, they just need to make sure. And even however long it takes, like if it, if it means more losses, it just means more losses. However long it takes, you get Anthony Davis right. I think, hold up, D. I got to cut you off right there. And you make your championship I got to cut you off right there, D. Because I, I understand that you're leaning right now on LeBron. I understand that LeBron is, is somebody that you could definitely lean on. But my concern is, D, that, you, that the Lakers are leaning on LeBron too much right here. And what I, what I mean is, yes, this guy has been like, you could see this guy's a sculpture of a man. This guy is, he never gets hurt. You know what I mean? We know how, how strong LeBron is. And we know how, you know, he, how he, he's always playing. But my concern is, his, is him playing himself and tiring himself out right now because he's not getting enough help, D. He's not getting enough contributions from other players on his team. Other guys are not stepping up. LeBron had a stretch where he really stepped up. A lot of MVP talk about LeBron. And now in the last 
you know, 10 games or so, I feel like LeBron is um, percentage is going down. His three-point percentage is going down. His scoring is going down a bit. You don't see the like, big explosive games anymore. And I think it's because LeBron's getting a little tired out there, D. No, nah, listen, there's, there's merit to what you're saying right there. There's merit to what you're saying right there. Especially with the, the 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 way the season jumped from the end of the bubble right into the you know in in December what was it Christmas that they started yeah. the new season yeah so yeah it was not much time off you know obviously LeBron and the Lakers they played all the way through to the end and and won the championship but yeah there's definitely some LeBron fatigue going on right now and then with Anthony Davis out you know a lot more on on LeBron's shoulders who I needs mean, who needs to contribute more D who needs right now though, as the team is. You know, with no trades now, you know, maybe something happens in the next two weeks. But as the team is now, you know, constructed, who needs to step this up and help the Lakers? I'm, right I'm looking at Caruso to play a lot more minutes and to, you know, he's been provide hurt, some right? scoring. He's been hurt he's been on and off. He's been a little inconsistent. But, yeah, I'm looking for Caruso to play a whole bunch of more minutes and to contribute more scoring-wise. You know, Schroeder's capable of scoring. He needs to obviously hmm. steady the ship himself. Morris hasn't been that good. I expect a little more from Morris, too. At least some more shooting, you know? Listen, there's, there's guys that, that can step up there for the Lakers, and that's the good thing. It's not like they got, you know, just bums there not doing anything. They got guys that can step up, and, you know, hopefully they will. Indeed. Let me tell you this. With all that said, defensively, second in points allowed, they're the number one team in defensive rating. So e- even with these issues and these problems and this late stretch right here, the Latins games where they're 3-7, and seven, they've struggled at home for the season, only 11-8 and eight at home. You know, even with all that said, you know, the Lakers – have still put up big time defensive numbers, which we know wins in the playoffs. They're still thirteen and three against teams under five hundred, so they handle their business when they need to, and they will be getting Kate. Uh, hopefully, be getting AD back eventually. You know, so let's move on from the Lakers. Uh, when we talk Lakers, we gotta talk about a little. Let's talk Utah, man. Let's talk Utah because Utah is continue to be you know kind of underrated here. Um, easiest schedule D going into the second half, so. I don't know if there's any reason to, to get off this Utah bandwagon here. What do you think? Yo, listen, uh, they had a little blip before the break where they went one and three in that last road trip mm. for the All-Star break. But before that road, I mean, a blistering 22 and two stretch. You hear that? 22 yeah, and two crazy. for the Utah Jazz. And most they of those play, were covers, right? They play, and most of those were covers, and they play a lot of good teams. And that's Jazz are for real. You know, I think the Jazz are capable, man. The 18 and a half point favorites tonight <laughs> for the Utah Jazz. Uh, the, the Rockets. Band, the Rockets, that's why. Rockets yeah, are 10, 11 game losers here. <laughs> That's Listen, and, and then also with the Jazz, you know, the point differential is, is way better than last mm. year. And then uh, but this year, they're outscoring their opponents by about 18 and a half a game. So, and that's the league's uh, biggest differential by almost double as far as, Impressive. you know, outscoring the opponents. Jazz, Jazz are for real. Like, you know, a lot of people looking at them as flus and floozies. I know they got dissed by LeBron at the All-Star game when they picked Gobert and, and yeah. Mitchell last. They yeah, were the last two picks. Out of, and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all fun and games until they got to face these guys in a, in a seven-game series, sure. right? So... The Jazz definitely got the chip on their shoulder. They definitely have a big carrot in front of them. They, they, they. I know they believe that they belong, but they still got to prove it to the rest of the league. I agree, D. And they, Gam- probably, they probably as won't far as gambling wise, though, yeah. gamblers believe in the Jazz because they was making a lot of money during that twenty-two and two stretch. And D, what? Let's break. When you break down the numbers, I'm gonna spit numbers at you guys just so you see how good Utah is. I mean, D, they're fifteen and two at home. They're fourth in points allowed, first in three points allowed. They're seventeen and seven against teams over five hundred. They destroy the bad teams at ten and two, or teams under five hundred. So Utah is a beast. Um, their schedule, like I said, is is fairly easy right now. 
um, when you look at the next 10 games, even, like I said, they got that Houston game. But even the next 10 games, the only the only game that they probably won't be favored is, is in Brook is the Brooklyn game. And they probably they might be favored in it because it's at home. So. My, my only concern about Utah is like, uh, you know, because right now they, they you know, we ha- we know how the Clippers go through regular seasons, right? Yeah. They kind of like not zombie walk it, but, you know, they, they don't ramp it up fully until. Mm-hmm. And then the Lakers right now have a, you know, uh, injury issues. Yes. So with the Jazz, when they have to go into a playoff series and face one of these teams with a dynamic duo, maybe like a Dame McCollum, maybe an Anthony Davis, LeBron, maybe a PG with Kawhi, is is Mitchell and who? Mm. You know what I mean? Gobert is is Mitchell and who? Gobert is a defensive beast. Gobert is a defensive beast. But perennial depoy candidate. I mean, Conley will have to be one of those guys, right? More blocks than personal fouls. I'm telling you, that's a crazy stat right there because there's only yeah, two players crazy. in the league that got that. It's Gobert and Jared Allen. Wow. That's so, impressive. But still, when it comes to, you know, because when you're going against PG and Kawhi, you got to come with some offense, right? You got to match that, right? I mean... Is, is Clarkson that guy? That's what I was going to say. I mean, I want to say Clarkson, you know... And I, we know how Donovan dominated last year, putting up 50-point games and just really taking his team on his back. Can, but Con- can Conley be Bogdanovich the guy? Bogdanovich, is, you know? You know, Bogdanovich is a shooter. But again, but, though, I'm talking about uh, the other team's dynamic tools, yeah. you know? You're right. I mean, it's maybe their Joe, defense Joe will be Ingles? able to make up for that. Joe I don't think Ingles? so. I don't think Joe Ingles <laughs> is going to be the one. Listen, I like Utah. Do they, they need to add one stretch, more? Right? I, I don't Do they need so. to look at that? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they, they sat and they, you know, they're maybe a, a role this, player. This but is I, don't they think, are, I don't think they need to shake it up too much. They're a defensive three-point shooting team. That's what they are. They play defense and they shoot threes and they make them. So, I mean, that's... Listen, the, I, I'm, I'm just posing the question right there. Like, do I, I gave Ro my list of our teams and the Jazz yeah. was part of the list. So, I okay. believe the Jazz got championship potential. I hear you. I believe it because I've seen them win enough games against good teams. I agree. But still, because when other people pose their questions, it's kind of true. When they got to go up against a a dynamic duel in the playoffs, in a series where you're facing the same team repeatedly, you got to win four out of seven. um, Who's who's the second one to Mitchell to match? And one of those duels took them out last year with Murray and Jokic. It went seven. It was was a great series. One of the best of of, of, of the bubble. That's a good question right there, D. We're going to have to see. We're going to have to wait to see that. We're not going to find out until the playoffs. And, and Mitchell went berserk. He did. He M- did. Mitchell was berserk last year, but and Murray, they couldn't get out that round. Murray was equally berserk, no? Sure Murray was, was like, sure out, was. Murray was he out sure of this was. world. So sometimes it's, it's not who you face, it's when you face them. You know what I mean? Like, they, they also got a bad deal there with Denver because Denver was outstanding last postseason. So let, let's see what you they wanna, do this. You want to segue to the Suns or to Denver? Because... I mean, yeah, you tell me. I mean, uh, who do you t- who do you trust with your who's good money right now? Well, the I Suns, think, I right? Think Phoenix is, Suns. is more of a of a championship team right now. And man, what a difference Chris a uh, Chris Paul makes, right? Chris Paul, we can't talk year, enough about this guy. It, and, and I'm not talking about the bubble because we all know Phoenix got hot and they went eight and zero in the bubble. But before the bubble, yeah. Phoenix was a fade all year. They were bad last year. They were. They were bad. I'm so, Chris I'm, Paul comes aboard. The whole culture changes. I got to give you credit, D. Uh, I, I'm sorry I had to cut you off there, but I got to give you credit because you, from the beginning and from the from the first we heard that Chris Paul was to the Suns, you loved it, and you've been on that. You were the first one on the bandwagon of the Suns, yeah. and you've stayed on it. The point guard. They've been very profitable this the year, The point man. guard. Listen, Chris Paul, oh, I know he don't, got the, he don't got the ring to his name, right? So easy to dismiss. Ah, oh, whatever, no championship. But when you are more nuanced fan... 
and you look into it, Chris Paul made changes, bro. When he went to the Clippers, that was a, a horrible franchise. That that team was not, and they still haven't won a championship. But now, you know, you look at the Clippers, you give them a little more respect. That all started with Chris Paul back in, in, with Lob City. Mm-hmm. Roski, no? Yeah, you're right. Chris you're Paul right. leaves that situation. He goes over to, to Houston, Houston, right? Gives them a chance. Listen, Golden State, they had him dead to rights until he pulled the hamstring. He missed game six, game seven. I'm not even going to spend too much time on that, but we all know Chris Paul had that dynasty on, on Shook. In the middle of their thing right there. <laughs> but Golden State got through it, whatever, whatever, right? We're going to move up. Another, another example of Chris Paul and the impact he made on teams. For, by, for me, Oklahoma City was yeah. the greatest job that he did because right. that team was supposed to be tanking. You're right. That team was tanking. They took on Chris Paul just to get rid of Westbrook. They were in tank mode. He dragged that team to the playoffs. It's a good call. They That's how much of a winner. Too. That's how much of a winner Chris Paul is. Four or five seed. That right. team was tanked. They didn't even want to make the playoffs, and Chris Paul dragged the masses to the playoffs. And I like the combo with with Monty Williams too. I think that that, that they that's a so nice I combo knew right there. With the way the Suns finished, the way Devin Booker was blossoming, the way Aiton was blossoming, Bro mentioned Monty coming. You know the way he was coaching in the bubble last year. I think yeah. with, with, you yep. know, with Chris Paul, the addition of Chris Paul, you know it, it could be something special brewing here. So, you know, they took off. I mean, they start, well, they started the season, what, 8-8, eight and eight, bro? They, they were something like that? They, what, 16-3 yeah, for the Suns since January 28th. It's crazy. Top five on both ends of the floor. Yeah, they the played Offense defense. and defense. And second in field goal percentage. Impressive. So how about all that? That's impressive. Give man. it up to the point guard, man, Chris Paul. Yeah, D, I got to give it to him, and it starts with him. But, you know, like you said, DeAndre Ayans growth and Jay Crowder being added to Miles Bridges. They got weapons. I mean, you know, we can't talk enough about Booker he, and the growth he's had. He's a leader on that team, too. And, you know, I like Johnson, Cameron Johnson. He played for the Heels, and he's a three-point beast. So I like, I like their weapons, man. I just like what they got, and they continue to win. And even if you look at their schedule and just a short look at their schedule in the next four or five games, it's really easy. Indiana, Memphis, they got Minnesota twice. They, they're going to continue to win here. They're going to be one of the top seeds in the, in the West for sure. It's going to be exciting. They're good money. It's going to be exciting to see them in the playoffs when the full Chris Paul come out, when he's ferocious and he's barking at referees and he's talking his shit because you know how and Chris Paul get. And he used, and for, in the fourth quarter and when he starts hitting those shots and going crazy, right, taking over games. Just, you know, and controlling the pace because really nobody controlled the pace like Chris Paul. Like, yeah. he's still one of them old school guys that he, the go, the game go as he go, you know, right. the way he wants it to. So, yeah, man, looking forward to, to, to some Phoenix playoff good games. Stuff. It'd be good. It'd be good. it'd be uh, it'd be crazy if they make it to the second, third round, they're facing some of these, you know, Clippers, Lakers, and, and, and see what kind of those odds come out, you know? Yeah, Being that right. those teams are perennially in the playoffs and, and they always favorite. I mean, I was looking at it already, and I think it's going to be pretty much the same. The top, the three top teams, three top, three top teams, or four, there's four teams in the West, D. And I know that, you know, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of confused because I don't know if they you counted them as one of those teams cool. that you think could win the title this year. What, Phoenix? Yeah. You know, I have to add them to the list. You You're do, right? right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think I'm you do. I have to add them to the list. So, it's, it's, it's two teams in the East, and, four and I'm going to move West, four right? teams in the West. I agree with you, a thousand percent. Four teams in the West. Percent. And that West is open, man. I'm telling you, even, even, if Denver, I'm telling you, right? bro, there's, there's not a team, there's not a team out there with a three-headed monster except Brooklyn. That's so, so and that, that was what makes the West more wide open, because a lot of these teams got duos, you know? 
Denver, Denver got the two, and they they close. I mean, Millsap is not good Den- enough. Denver, Denver got the two. Got two. Murray got off to a slow start, but he always gets off to a slow start, and then in the second half he take off. Yeah. So let's see what happened with Murray in the take. And then, then Porter got COVID twice. Yes, Porter missed about twenty one games. So we're gonna see if Porter could, you know, get back to. I know, I know some of these players don't come back to one hundred percent health, so you gotta wait and see with, with some of these situations. But if Porter could come back, maybe he'll be. He could be the third guy, the chipping guy. You know, you're right. And then Denver could get back to where they were last year towards the end of the year. I agree. But that West is wide open, especially with How Anthony Dallas, Davis out. What, Dallas? Dallas? I know you're not a big Dallas, Dallas I know, guy. I know Dallas has kind of picked it up here, and I've been disappointed in them. But again, man, I'm hearing trade rumors about Chris Stops now. Like, I don't know. Still? I don't know what's going on with Dallas. I mean, the first half, they had the, the power rankings guru had put them down as the third toughest schedule in the first half. So the, And then they started doing pretty well. I mean, they won 11 of the last 14 games. And now in the second half, they have the second easiest schedule. You know, guys like Hardaway and Trey Burke are playing a lot better. Luka even got it together now with his shooting. I, I mean, Dallas is a force. They were the best, the most offensively efficient team ever last year. You know what I mean? And Kristaps uh, is this the thing with This is the him. thing with Dallas, bro, right? In the East... If Dallas was in the East, most definitely, whatever, you know, because there's so much shuffling going on over yeah. there. But damn, who are you going to... They have to jump... They're in the AFC currently, right? To even yeah. move up from the AFC, look at the list of teams ahead of them that they will have to jump. And you tell me who, who they're going to jump over. Utah, I mean, but the records Phoenix. are close, no? But, the records are yeah, close. Yeah, they are, but listen, look, look well, Dallas San is 19 Antonio's and 17, like right? Yeah. They're two games in back of the sixth seed. Portland, but again, who, 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 tell me who they're going to jump over. I think they're going to get to the five. I, mean, I don't think you, it's let crazy. Let me give you the list of teams here. Who they're going to jump over? Utah, Phoenix, Lakers, Clippers, Denver, Portland, San Antonio. I think they could jump those last three that you mentioned. San Antonio, Denver? they could jump Portland. I mean, they're only two games back at Denver, D. There's two losses for Denver and two wins for San Antonio. They're tied. I mean, being that Porter's going to get healthy here in the second half, hopefully. And I'm just I saying. You, but they, they were missing Kristaps for a little hey, bit. Yeah, you're right. They missed Kristaps for a little bit. They had a tough schedule. They're going to have an easy schedule coming up. They start, they, they're they hot now. That's why I'm saying. Like, you know, Hardaway's playing a lot better coming off the bench now. I'm just saying, I, I, I could see them jumping up. And and last year, without Kristaps, they were a formidable opponent against Denver. I thought they played well against Denver that first round, no? You think so? I'm saying, you know, I mean, as long as Porzingis stays, stays healthy, they have the chance, right? Because then they have Donches and Porzingis. But then after that, it's like, ooh, Kleber, Richardson, Hardaway Jr. Hardaway Jr. He's a good score. You're right. Hardaway Jr. is a great he could be score. A third, he could be a third guy. You know, he hits the three ball. Trey Burke, I like, too. I mean, Richardson is going to be the other guy. But, yeah, it's not going to be Kleber on all those guys. I hear you. You're right. I just, it's, I guess you just not, you're not, you, it's hard to depend on, on a team, too, and you have the questions with Kristaps, and then you have Luka, who's still a really I young mean, they, player. I mean, they top-heavy, right? Kristaps and Luka, and then a bunch of, all right, yeah, he's okay, but, you know, they don't got too much fire. I don't see too much firepower on that team against yeah. a, a lot of West teams that have, you know, more stacked rosters. Offensively, I, where I give them credit is that they're only third in turnovers, so they do protect the ball. And, you know, if Luka could, could improve and, and Kristaps could play more, Hardaway Jr. has been playing better. He's up to 38% on the three ball. I like Dallas still to continue to... I put him under my good money right now. Yeah. Maybe you put him under your stay away, but 11 of the last 14... I'm, I'm going to put Dallas under my wait and see right now. Okay. Another list. New Another. list. <laughs> <laughs> under my New wait list. and see list right All right. Now. I hear you. D, just a couple more teams in the West, just, just because I want to put them under these categories. I want to talk about the disappointing Pelicans real quick, D. I mean, the Pelicans are a hard team to read. 
They'll beat. They went last. They, one of their last victories was against Utah, and they'll beat up on a team like Boston. They even got to win against the Suns in the last month. But they they lose to all these shitty teams. They even battle a team like Milwaukee and lose by two or three points. The um, New Orleans man, talk about a stay away, no? Yeah, I mean, well, th- talented I'm, 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 team. I'm disappointed by because I thought they'd be doing some things with, especially with Stan Van Gundy as the head coach yeah. and his defensive scheming and all that. He's pretty, he's a pretty good coach. I thought so in too. my opinion, but um, yeah, it just hasn't really come together, man. They even might be sellers here, right? I'm hearing rumors about Lonzo, Lonzo getting shipped JJ Redick maybe getting traded. Sharpshooter. I'm just, I'm sure a lot of teams w- w- could use the services of Redick, but yeah, man, really disappointing. Uh, another team I want to mention in the West before we get off this, yeah. bro, is Charlotte, man. I, I know we didn't mention them, and I know they're not like championship pedigree yet. They're in the but East, dude. I, I mean, my bad, the East. I love watching Charlotte play, man. Charlotte is a fucking fun good. team to watch. I mean, yeah, they. Cu- I think they currently Malik holding Monk, the playoffs right? probably. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Lamelo, man, Lamelo's my Lamello. guy. Lamelo. So yeah, Lamelo been doing his thing. I mean, they, they, they had a close game with Detroit the other night, but still, I mean, six currently in the East. They they, they they might get a playoff spot. They're an exciting team to watch. And if they make a move, I mean, you know, who knows? Good job I'm wondering that about, four, possibly. about Devontae Graham. The, he's a solid player that I watched a lot in college. Uh, I believe it was at Kansas. Um, and Devontae, uh, he's been hurt, man. I just see he's got 26 games played. Right now he's dealing with some knee soreness. They need him too. You know what I mean? He was averaging almost 14 points a game, almost six assists a game. He might be able to help him a lot, especially with Malik Monk playing better. You know, he's really came up. Like you said, maybe trade bait there with Malik Monk. But Rogier is having a solid season. And Haywood's too, man. Haywood was a good signing. So they do got weapons to put along there with LaMelo, man. I, I like it. They just need... I feel like they just, they're missing, they're missing something. You know what I mean? They're missing one or two pieces there for Charlotte. Yeah, definitely another piece, something they may, they might be able to pick up in the offseason or if they could snag something over here coming up in the next two weeks. I like Charlotte, man. They're just excited. All right. Well, let's just wrap it up. I just wanted to mention one last team. I got them under my fade right now. Unfortunately, is one of my teams that, that for, I was cheering for the last couple of years is in this Golden State, man. Golden State's been the last four games, a bunch of blowout losses to the Lakers, Clippers. Even last night over here, they, they get blown out, you know. And the Suns, they lost. They got a blown out loss to the Suns. D, they've been bad, man. Curry missing a few games here and there. What do you think about Golden State? I mean, I got them under my fades right now. What do you think about Golden right now moving forward? Yeah, uh, listen, uh, Golden been spotty. Like you said, against bad teams, I really do like them, especially if you get a short a short line with them on the road against yeah. one of these bad teams. Ten and teams. two, D. Ten and two, you go, uh, ten and two against teams under five hundred. There you go. So, but against the better teams in the league, they really haven't been coming through. I know they got. I remember they got smoked by uh, twice by Brooklyn over here, and then mm-hmm. what, uh, smoked the other night, right after the All Star break by Phoenix. So I'd be weary against against the good teams, but against bad teams, I'd I'd I wouldn't be afraid to. I agree with you, my brother. Lay some bucks. That's how I would look at Golden right now. Looking forward right now in their stretch, uh, I would just you know just be careful with them and just keep that in mind. If you see them against some good competition, just try and stay away from them, man, or just straight up fade them. So that's it, man. We gave you good money, we gave you good fade, and we gave you some teams to try and stay away from, and we will keep you updated on these on these teams and the status, right? Yeah, yo, bet the universe family beyond that. Well, I'm sure you've seen that we got the Instagram page up and running now, so we throwing out some content. We throw, we try and throw out a pick every day, every other day, or just you know when we feel good about yep. something. So get the uh, down or uh, follow us on the Instagram page. 
and and you know take a look at the pics man leave some feedback write in the comments like the the the, the pictures and all that yeah. and uh, that's another way another avenue for you to communicate with for me sure. and with Roel yes, and please. whatever you guys want to talk about let uh, us know, know some feedback so, let yeah. us know some pics if you got them we we're, we're down with all that you know what I mean so so yeah know. man bet the universe family Dennis Perez Roel Cabral bet the universe the original home also Spotify iTunes and now you know little bit of, uh, of, of pics thrown up on the IG page. So enjoy, guys. You'll hear from us uh, sometime next week, bro. Maybe an early week show. Yeah, we'll show. Them up. And maybe uh, some more baseball. baseball starting up uh. here. So we got to get back on that right there. Sure. And, you know, we got the NCAA tournament as well. So maybe early next week so we could touch on NCAA. Yeah, we'll and, touch and on and it, do a bracket or something for you guys, all right? Have some fun with it. Later. All right, take care, guys.